a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nightside Project. Finish the day happy, happy with Ethan Millard and Alex Carey on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome to the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard. I got Alex Carey here. Hey, who else is super depressed about uh, partisan politics? About everything that's going on. Woo. Not me. Look at this <laughs> huge grin I've got on my face. <laughs> hey, uh, Alex. What's uh, up, dude? Second episode uh, here in a couple of days. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, really good. This is awesome, and uh, lots happening in the world. Uh, we're not going to talk about any of it, except <laughs> actually, I, I did uh, find one thing. You, to- I, you first of all, I don't appreciate you screenshotting our personal text messages our between text one another. <laughs> conversation, and you did not you did not specify who the person was that uh, that made the the the, gram- the grammatical goof. Well, but I think that's I think though it's implied because is it well because everyone because knows your which text side. Is blue? Everyone knows, yes, everyone knows which side the text and the response is on. So I, I think What did you say, it. though? I can't remember. I'm going to bring the stink today. Yeah, I got some good stink. I got some good stink I want to throw on the show, bro. <laughs> I go, okay. There uh, were a couple of things, though, that... What? Uh, and I meant to write stuff. I meant to type stuff. No, I know, and you did. I did afterwards. You did. Well, I apologize for putting our... Uh, hey, did you see that, though? But don't, don't worry. That that tweet generated zero response, so yeah. don't worry about it. It's uh, hey, no one cares about it. Hey, let me ask you this. Hmm. Did you see Save by the Bells coming back? <laughs> no, it is. Yes, weird. they're rebooting Save by the freaking Bell, dude. Well, what are they going to do about Screech? Uh, well, <laughs> I think they address that in the first few episodes. Like, I they'll probably he died do in a car crash. No, they, yeah, that's what they'll do. They'll do one of those. Uh, uh, I think what they're going to do is is do one of those things where they have him at his grave, <laughs> like at the beginning. <laughs> the first or episode is where they bury they, Screech. They have, they have to be like he was a good man before he got into all that meth, uh-huh. and like it, it is. It's it's kind of interesting because oh, okay, well, here's the deal. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play part of the the um the trailer for you, uh, and so just listen in and see what's going on here. Bayside. What's up, Bayside? Woo! Yo, Mama. Sorry, Doctor Mama. How do you think this year's gonna go for these new students? I'm psyched. You're excited for the first day of school. <laughs> Why is everybody so rich? Are you ready for my party Saturday night? I got DJ Khaled's baby to make you a playlist. It's okay. Time out. What is up with these kids? In attendance will be the governor of California. Max Dad? You look amazing and your hair's fire. Zach Morris is the governor of California. That that did not sound like Saved by the Bell. I know because they're trying to... But listen... Maybe if yeah, I saw did. It's it, it new. Would sense, you but- would. Yeah. Okay. So, well, let me let me just walk you through. In that first thirty seconds of this clip, uh-huh. you've already seen that AC Slater is working at Bayside High School as a coach of some sort. You've already seen that Jesse uh, Spano Spanos Spano Jesse Spano is uh, no longer addicted to caffeine pills or dancing on stripper poles. Mm-hmm. She is now. Uh, the principal of the high school, I'm assuming. Okay. And then, uh, uh, what's his name, is the governor of California. And Kelly Kapowski shows up, and I think uh, Lark Voorhees. Voorhees. Who, who ah, plays, she was uh, my favorite. 
You like Lisa? Lisa yeah. Turtle? She was always my favorite. She's, I'm glad they brought her back because she's had some like kind of struggles in her own life, but it was nothing like the Screech struggles. But yeah, Dustin Diamond, Dustin nowhere to be Diamond. found. Hold on. I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm in, he's I'm in the be, rabbit hole now. I know. He's got to be dead at this so, point. No, I would, that, that was my just, thought. That let was me my just bring something up. What are going to do with Screech? Let but me, he's alive. Okay, let me bring something up. This is 100% taking advantage of the fact that Guys like you and I knew what Saved by the Bell were when we were growing up. Yeah. Uh, I watched it I watched it in spades, you know, like after school. I would watch the back-to-back episodes, you know what I mean? Because it was on TV between like 4 and 5.30, and then my parents would show up, and I'd turn the TV off and go, I wasn't watching three episodes in a row of Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. And so I watched a ton of Saved by the Bell. I have, I have the Saved by the Bell board game. And on top of all that, um, I but it's this effort to, of rebranding everything and just kind of recreating what the past was for this new generation who are now spending money or consuming media. I went into I went into the local uh, Macy's grocery store the other day. Okay, yeah. going to the grocery store, and there's a massive Halloween uh, section that is that is featuring in huge uh, huge boxes and a huge sale of. Uh, Count Chocula cereal, Boo Berry cereal, and uh, uh, Captain Frankenburger. What is it? What's mm-hmm. the Frankenstein Frankenberry. one? Frankenberry. Frankenberry. There's Frankenberry. There's Boo Berry. And why do you have to have two berries? By and the, the way? choco. And the, uh, and and then uh, Count Chocula. Count yes. Chocula. Yeah. And so those were the three things. And I thought to myself, my mom would walk straight past this stuff because it doesn't mean anything to her. But yeah. I and my my wired like eight year old brain. Went oh we could never afford blueberry or we, my parents would never go for the blueberry or the Franken frankincense and myrrh yeah. uh, <laughs> cereal the frankincense and myrrh <laughs> and the and the uh, and the Count Chocula and they know that people like me who are now approaching forty have kids and my and kids little, are like little disposable income and my kids standards. are like this what is this yeah definitely lower standards my kids are like what is this and I'm like it's amazing and then they're like is it really and I'm like actually it looks terrible. And I think that Saved by the Bell, this edition of it is, you know, it's Frankenberry. You know, it's not yeah. great, but it is something that says something from my childhood. That speaks to that. That's why we that jumped in on it. Yes. So uh, Dustin Diamond is not in that. He's, he's not in the trailer. And I guess he's not doing. He, there's no way. There's no way they're bringing him back. Hold on. Five he's, things to know about Saved by the Bell's Screech, notably, notably absent from Reboot. Yeah. No, he's not going to be in it. Why There's not? no because he was Screech in like made a, that show. I, no, he did not. He was, yeah. They're like Dustin Diamond's not in the trailer, and the thing is, it's because he um, he got into making some adult films and things like that. But Jesse Spano did too. You're right. Yeah, his were like really bad though. So um, Dustin has ideas of what Screech would be doing today in the reboot. So he told TMZ in February 2020 that, quote, Screech should be dealing with parenthood and dealing with his kids and finding out maybe he wasn't a barrel full of roses to deal with growing up. Um, In other words, he comes to terms with the fact that no one likes him. Uh, But I liked him. Well, he was a a – he's had a couple bad arrests. Yeah, he has. So – and like and, and Mario Lopez is a big everyone loves Mario Lopez. So there's that, and that's why you got to bring him back. I just, you know, I I'm wondering if I should look at this through the glasses of this isn't good TV, Alex, just because Mark Paul Gossler and uh and and they brought Kelly Kapowski back in on it. I just think it's funny that Zach Morris is the governor of California. That's just as amazing to me. That well, isn't that, that. And isn't that 
totally a California thing. Well, yeah. I mean, Gavin Newsom was for sure the Zach Morris of his high school. Garen well, freaking but, Tiet. But electing a celebrity as a governor? Yes. even done that. Well, no, I'm Have just saying that uh, – but Zach Morris isn't like a celebrity. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, but his hair is definitely, definitely blonde, blonde, blonde. So yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll be introduced. Maybe it'll be like the – It'll be like those things where they introduce those characters early and then they just fade them out because then they're just trying to get you to to, to eat the so new So the cereal. original characters are on like the first two episodes. Yeah, or three, and they just kind of like uh, peter out. There's no yeah. Mr. Belding, by the way, either. They're, they're going to have a scene where they visit the graveyard to visit Screech and Mr. Belding's graves. That's what I'm assuming is going on. You think All so? Right. Yeah. Because Mr. Belding is still alive. Is he? What's his name? Hold on. Yeah, don't do on, this. Don't on, do this. Stand by. All right. Dennis uh, Haskins. Dennis Haskins. There you go. Uh, yeah, he's still alive, man. All right. Born well, in 1950. He's uh, he's 69. Well, so I think that uh, you got to bring Mr. Belding back at some point. You, like, I've seen him recently. I, I, well, when you say recently, you mean like in the last 12 years probably. No, like in something more, yeah, more he's contemporary. Not been, no, he's not, he has not been using his acting chops. Yeah, okay. he has. You told me that you had a bunch of quote stink for the show. Hold on, Alex. He's done. He's been doing a bunch of TV. He's doing TV. He's you doing three or four TV, TV projects every single year. He writes them. No, he's in them. Oh, uh, what did you say his name was? Haskins. Dennis Haskins. Yeah, if you look at his filmography, he's super active. Oh, he's got well, multiple things. He's got yeah. so many irons in the fire. Well, good for him. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, I did have something, Alex. I saw an amazing, an amazing article. Uh, maybe you saw this too. Uh, one of my coworkers said he even saw it yesterday, so right. I was really behind what the times, which makes sense for me. Costco, yeah, drops a coconut milk brand over allegations of forced monkey labor. No, to PETA. Go. So PETA published this uh, this report saying monkey free coconut due diligence <laughs> uh, assessment. So and like, they don't accuse, get that confused because we used to make dolphins catch tuna for us too, right? Isn't that what the dolphin-free situation was in the in the for the tuna industry? Well, yeah, is, I is guess that what the dolphins did. They caught the tuna and they said, "Here it is. I caught it for you." Or were <laughs> or were monkey? Were there bits of monkey in the in the coconut water? I'm very confused. Dolphin-safe tuna is they make <laughs> more helmets. <laughs> Okay. So anyway, uh, monkeys are in your coconut water. Keep going. No, no, they use they it's How on labor. earth do they How on earth is it monkey labor? They use monkeys to pick is, the coconuts. This okay, first of all, <laughs> the fact that like Costco, who's like the 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 you know, the beacon of of retail across the the universe, it had to find out that somebody was using monkeys to pick their uh coconuts. Oh, so, man, that's, some, uh, PETA, that's good stuff. PETA president Ingrid Newkirk says, quote, no kind shopper wants monkeys to be chained up and treated like coconut picking machines. <laughs> Sorry. Costco made the <laughs> right made... call to reject animal exploitation, and PETA's calling on holdouts like Kroger. Wasn't this a Simpsons suit. episode? Weren't the monkeys typing things? I feel like. I said the Whoa. same thing. I said <laughs> someone find the monkey labor Simpsons episode because yes. I know it's there. It's there. there. For they sure have the there. monkeys uh, on typewriters. Yeah, that's what it was. They're chained up and they're smoking. That's what and I remember. Yes, and they're typing it out and they're trying to. The, it's the it's the thousand the, monkeys. Yes, and he's typing like, America's Great Novel. Right, and he goes and he hands him like a, a draft and he's like, "This is garbage." <laughs> he, he reads it. He's, he says, "I I can't believe I'm I'm I feel like I'm nailing this scene. I feel like I'm remembering word for word." He picks it up. Krusty picks it up and says, "It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. This is junk." <laughs> 
Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing. Uh, see, where both of our brains went straight to the Simpsons. Uh... <laughs> I know it's out there. Uh... I know it's out there. Uh, so Costco follows Walgreens, Food Lion, Giant Food, and Stop and Shop, which apparently are grocery stores. <laughs> right. Which apparently are absurdly uh... named. Uh, crazy. Ethan, I found something for you. This is a thousand monkeys working in a thousand typewriters. <laughs> Soon, they'll have written the greatest novel known to man. Let's see. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey. <laughs> uh, it was Mr. Burns. It wasn't crusty, but wasn't you got crusty. it. Yeah. Otherwise, we nailed it. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey. Oh, my heavens. Now, look, I don't want to make light of the fact that monkeys are picking your coconut water. But if they're picking your coconuts, and this is the first we're finding out about it, you can guarantee that Kirkland Signature brand uh, Nutella is, is is being processed by armadillos in Madagascar or something. I don't it's know. Slave, it's slave squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's because they're hazelnuts. Enslaved squirrels. Uh, they're out picking goodness. hazelnuts. And- like I don't want to make light of it, but here we are. So yeah, I I agree with. You. I just it, I, I, I saw that I saw this week that Coca Cola was dropping one of their coconut water brands, but they're dropping a bunch of brands that aren't performing. And so maybe that was an easy breakup that they were able to do too. They go, hey, this coconut water is not selling well, and <clears throat> I think we're actually using. Slave monkey <laughs> labor, like yeah. The Simpsons. Did you see The Simpsons episode? Co- uh, Coca Cola CEO. That's what I think that they were. Uh, I don't know. And it's I terrible. S- and I secretly think that we've all figured out that coconut water is terrible. It is awful. And I gave it a shot. And it was. And it was the brand. I can't remember what it's called. But they, it was the one that they're like, "Hey, you want to? You want this coconut water? You're like, what's it taste like? They're like, not good. But I'm going to put it in this cardboard box. No, I'll tell you so what you it can drink like. it out of this cardboard box, and it'll be really great. Here's how they make coconut water. All right, someone takes a sip out of a water bottle, sloshes it around <laughs> in their mouth, and spits it into another water bottle. No, and no, that's there's got to be water. coconut involved in it, though. It vaguely tastes like yeah. there's something in there, yeah. and what you're tasting is someone else's. Spit. Well, what happens is in the movies. Remember when you're kids? Remember when you're a kid and you assume that inside the coconut is a coconut milkshake. Like, yeah, <laughs> you think no, it's seriously. going to be amazing, but it's Because they not. put a straw in there, and mm-hmm. a, on TV they put a straw and a and a, an umbrella, and you're like, oh, I'll take one of those. Right. Yeah, I just, uh, it's well, amazing. Well, Gilligan's Island, they lied to us in so many ways. <laughs> Marianne. Okay, Ethan. I discovered long ago that you could not trust adults in this country. I discovered long ago you couldn't use monkeys to harvest the coconut. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I, I just, I think obviously Peter's right. Um, you know, Peter's right to insist yeah, that we stop are. using monkeys as unpaid labor. Let me. Uh, it's not fair, Ethan. Do you have a Zen headline? Because I feel terrible now because of these animal. That... We should, however, continue using cattle as enslaved labor. Well, the thing is, if we ate monkeys, it'd be different, right? We'd be okay with it. All monkeys right. have a personality. Ethan, uh, bring us a Zen headline. Tell us what Zen headlines are even for, brother. So Zen headlines are headlines that are designed to make you feel good, designed to help you finish your day happy, finish your commute happy, wherever you're listening to us. If you see a Zen headline, use the hashtag Zen headlines and share it with us, and we will use it in the show, and we would love to do that. And so use the hashtag Zen headlines and... um, yeah, and, 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 use, and share it with us on social that's media, it. and we'll yeah. use it. There you go. Sound good? Uh, what do you got? All right. 
This uh, I found on CNN. I thought this was a great Zen headline. Uh, do your civic duty and get a cookie from what? Paul Rudd. Oh. One of America's great entertainers. The actor spent Thursday morning handing out blueberry and cream cookies, which sound like pretend cookies, to early voters in Brooklyn as people lined up in the rain waiting to cast their vote. Rudd waited with them, handing out cookies as voters left the polls. That's nice. Isn't that cool? That's, uh, I, listen... I think that the I voted sticker is not what we need. The incentive that we need to vote is the I voted cookie is cook is cookies. Yeah. You've got cookies or maybe even like a brownie, something like that. Because the voted I voted sticker, uh, it gives you the satisfaction of of telling your coworkers that you're better than they are. Mm-hmm. You may have or uh, you know you may have voted before they did. But, but it, um, there's I, no there's no actual satisfaction to the tummy. So I don't wear the I voted sticker. You know why? I don't either. Because it's no one's business. <laughs> I had that. You know, I had those. I've had those awkward conversations where your kids are like, "Dad, who'd you vote for?" My teacher wants to know. <laughs> I was like, "No, they don't." <laughs> yeah, my teacher wants to know who our parents are voting for. I'm like, "Don't you dare answer that question!" And I'm never telling you. I like. I've inherited that from my parents. Where I'm like, I'm not talking too. to you about my voting. I did too. It's a secret Weird. ballot for a reason, <laughs> but you know what though? And for the most part, it's been fine. A few people have rolled their eyes at me over the years, like just tell me. Well, like, Facts. does your like does you do you tell your wife? No. See, that's just, that's oh, she's the last person I'm going to confide. <laughs> that's in. the thing is, that my wife is like, why aren't you telling me? I'm like, I don't know. Ethan's like pr- pressuring me into being secretive about it. <laughs> so, and I've but uh, I'll tell you who's really given me the biggest grief about it is my son. My son cannot believe that I won't tell him who I voted for. It really bothers him. So I'm going to keep doing it. I think it's hilarious. Uh, But I will tell you this. The most pressure I've ever got from anyone to reveal for whom I voted. I don't don't know if you remember this. This was many, many, many moons ago when Mitt Romney ran for president. And uh, KSL News Radio sent a couple of us to Boston on election night. And I was one of them. I was there. Andrew Adams was there. And maybe one other person. A couple of people from TV. Sure. And uh, and as I was leaving the next day, early, I had an early flight. So I was up and I went, got on the metro. And there was a woman in the metro who... um, she started chatting with me. I think she was taking tickets. I can't remember what she was doing, but she worked for the Metro. And she said, oh, yeah, you're here. And she said, where are you from? And I said, well, I'm from Utah. And uh, she said, uh, uh, well, who'd you vote for? And uh, and I said, well, you know, I don't ever reveal that. And she said, no. He said, you're from Utah. You voted for Romney, too. And I just I kept, and I just demurred. I was not going to give in, right? And at one point she was going, you voted for Mitt Romney. Admit it. Admit you voted for Mitt Romney. And, See, uh, that's the kind I of stuff was, I'm like, yeah. I, she got so intense, and I'm not kidding, Alex. I thought she might attack me. <laughs> she got so intense, and she was a, she was an Obama voter, so right? She's big time, yes. Yeah, so and yeah, I yeah. was like, oh my goodness, she's getting crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, I should have recorded it and had her fired. <laughs> and had her fired. In hindsight, I should have got it on my phone. Yeah. No, now that's what you do. Now it would have been real. You would have just relied on the third party video to help it out. All right. Oh yeah. For Ethan Millett, I'm Alex Curie. Thanks for downloading the podcast and listening to the program. Uh, we'll keep doing these every week as long as you keep uh, a smartphone in your pocket listening. So for Ethan, I'm Alex. We'll talk to you next time, everybody. Bye, Ethan. See ya. All right. There you go. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. 
I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.